Today on episode 70 of the Home of Play podcast, Ubisoft is looking at trying something new, we give our recap on Sony's recent state of play, and we vamp because there isn't a lot of news articles to discuss. All that and not so much more. Let's stretch this as far as we can. <laughs> Let's get some intro. <laughs> What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to episode 70 of the Home of Play podcast, where every Monday we don't always have a lot of news. So the two best friends join forces regardless and give you all the latest in PlayStation rumors, news and reviews. And that is because we're the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself, Christopher. I'd just like to take this moment and say hello. Hello. <laughs> And how are you on this fine day, fellow? It's it's nice out. It, it, it is very, very nice out. Awesome. The Home of Play podcast is a self-supported podcast. We don't include any of that bias or paid for opinion stuff that you do not need here. This allows us to bring you the PlayStation news that you actually need or want to know. All of our content is free for you to enjoy your leisure. We only ask that you help support the show by telling your friends, family, and J.J. Abrams about the podcast and that they can find us on all your favorite podcast services of choice, such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. And also tell J.J. Abrams that it's not his fault that the last Star Wars movie wasn't that great because, let's face it, he had a lot to work around. Uh, every month we are growing and it's all because of your lovely gaming homies helping to spread the cost of the power of word of mouth. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, we want to hear from you. Please leave any of those at our email address, homeofplaypodcast at gmail.com. And then we can read your questions on the show or alone in private where we discuss all the news that didn't come out this week. That's right. We had jam-packed show last week and uh, God decided to punish us this week by giving us nothing else. So we're going to try to make the best with what we got. Right, Chris? Yippers. Okay. Like I was saying, we have three news articles. That's right. Read them again. Three news articles to discuss. But first, as always, let's begin with what we've been up to this last week. And uh, let's uh, take our time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take my time and discuss the many things I played this week. Unfortunately, this week, I didn't play much, which kind of sucks. Um, what did I play on console? Let's take this time to think and reflect on the things that I didn't play on the console. <laughs> no, honestly, I turned it on a little bit. I, I started a new game in Demon's Souls, uh, just a single player one, because uh, I, I really liked the, uh, the wizard or sorcerer or whatever. So I want to restart with that class instead. You have a question, Steve. Uh, you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I am a wizard. Um, but then, yeah, I did the intro. I think I did the first uh, boss. I never remember the name. The thing with the shield. Fa phalanx. Oh, you know, phalanx. I didn't even get that far. I think I got like halfway to him, actually. Oh, you're no, talking about the vagrant demon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The uh, tutorial. Oh, no, I did the tutorial one, yeah. And then I got halfway to the phalanx one. Okay. Um, then I decided to hook up my old Vizio TV. I say old. It's not that old. Uh, but it is a manufacturer's defect where it uh, has a black, not black spot, but it's slightly darker in one corner section of it. I got a warranty replacement, but they didn't want the TV back. So I still have it. It works. It still works pretty good. It's just slightly darker in one section of it. So I was I've been talking with a buddy who might be interested in buying it. But after hooking it up, I'm having second thoughts. Maybe I'll keep it because it's not it's not that bad. Uh, I just hooked it up. I tested it out. I hooked up my SNES Mini. Uh, couldn't really find anything on there. I felt like playing. 
I did turn Earthbound on because I'm such a big fan of that one. Uh, I did a couple things in there. It was it's good because I have both TVs like ones on top of the other ones, so it's like I have Netflix going on at the top and then Earthbound on the bottom. So yeah, it's fun. Kills time. <laughs> Uh, other than that, on PC, uh, I've been jumping into some older stuff on PC. Um, I was watching one of the sh- somebody streaming, uh, and they're playing one of the old Heroes of Might and Magic games. Uh, so I was able to convince a couple buddies. Uh, we all owned the Heroes of Might and Magic Five, not the best one by any means, but we played that a little bit on Wednesday. It was pretty. It's fun. Um, but then I ended up going back and I ended up installing GOG because they have some of the older, older stuff. Uh, and I bought, uh, Heroes of Might and Magic 3, the complete edition, uh, because I found out you could download like an HD mod that actually makes it look pretty decent for an old game like that. And not to mention that game was like super fun back then. So I installed that, got it actually working. Uh, I had it initially set to my resolution, um, but it's, it's too, it's like, it just adds a big border kind of around it. It still works the resolution, but it's a big border and everything's kind of super far. So I actually had to lower the resolution, uh, just so I could actually see things a little bit better. But I, I did like one of the story missions. It's good. It's still working really well. So I'm hoping to maybe try that with a couple of buddies. Uh, we ended up downloading Hamachi so we can create that local land connection. Uh, other than that, yeah, some more TFT, uh, still enjoying that. We actually tried League of Legends, like the actual League of Legends, and oh my god, that game just makes me so angry. I don't know, those games, they just, I don't know, I, I'm not, I think I'm half decent at them when I'm really trying, but it's just, I get so frustrated when things don't go well. Like, I, I, I'm okay with losing, but when it's like stupid things that caused us to lose... That, that gets on me. And not to mention, like, the community is just shit. So it's like if you don't play with your friends... Oh, yeah, sorry to target anybody who actually plays it, but you you know that, uh, I don't know, people just... They're so trolly. If you don't play with your friends, then, like, if, if you play with your friends, you're okay, because you could just... Whatever, you control each other. That's That stuff's fun. But when you're playing with randoms, it's just... They're either, like, chill and they don't care... Or they're like up your ass, <laughs> like just, just like, just trolling you so hard and just saying shit about you and your family. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh my god, sorry, I don't play the game religiously enough. Uh, Do where, you know my mom? <laughs> it's like, did you guys go to the same high school? Like, this seems unlikely. <laughs> you seem to know a lot about her. <laughs> uh, that's where she. That's where she got that bracelet. <laughs> yeah. And actually, it looks like, I don't know how long, I, it's been a long time since they played League, but um, the weapon com- buying and combining system, I don't know if they changed it or if I'm just remembering Dota being more complex, but it, it has like a recommended item system. I'm sure there's better items to do, buy, but the, it, just the way they do the recommended item system, it's a lot less complicated, which is very helpful because I think it, it was Dota that was like, you literally have to memorize what you want. And then you have to remember the items you need to buy. Like it might have a guide like there, but it's, it's I remember it being kind of clunky. And that's kind of why I like Heroes of the Storm where there's no gear. It's just straight up hero fights. Because um, that was another thing I noticed too was like some heroes would get like way more advanced. Like they'd be like five levels ahead of you. And it's like, well, I have no chance at stopping somebody at that power level. Whereas Heroes is constantly... Heroes of the Storm, it's like you level up as a team. So at least if... 
if the t enemy team's five levels ahead of you, you're all sucking shit. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much been my week. It wasn't a lot of gaming. It was more just testing some stuff out, trying to get some of these older games to work and that kind of stuff. Um, we, oh, yeah. I don't remember if this was last week or not, but we got Worms Armageddon going. I don't know if you ever played that one. I've played Worm games, but yeah. I, I haven't played one since I got past the age of 12, I think. Yeah, some of the, the 3D ones weren't that great, in my opinion. Worms Armageddon, I had so many hours of me and my dad playing, like, hot seat mode, and then a couple buddies would come over, we'd all take turns. It was, it was fun. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Been a quiet week. How about yourself? Have you played anything? I know you've been deep in Demon Souls. Yeah, you know, I continue the uh, trend where that's the only game I spent my time on. I got pretty far now. Like, I'm maybe an hour of gameplay from beating that game. So uh, I'm very happy. It's actually probably going to be the first Souls game that I completed completely on my own. Um, so, like, I take a little bit, but I also... Some people like to say that it's one of the easier ones. Like, I do believe that the bosses, most of them anyway, there are some difficult ones, but uh, it does seem like they're, for the most part, uh, a lot of them are easy, which, you know, every Dark Souls ha does have easier bosses here and there, but there's quite a few in this one that I would say are pretty simplistic. Uh, the levels are still taxing, that's for sure. Um, but it, either way, I, I love this game. I'm having a great time with it. Um, you know, you just, there's so much about these Souls games that just speak to me. And I don't know why, because I don't generally like difficult games. I don't like games that I die a lot because I think I talk about this a lot, but I just, I have such a limited time at my age and with the jobs and stuff and chores, I just don't have a lot of time for gaming. So anything that I keep dying, and I'm not getting progression. I just don't feel a sense of reward and therefore I just won't return. Like I have nothing against Returnal. You bought it, but I looked at that game. I saw what it was about, and I'm like, this is a game that's just going to stress me out because I'm not going to get progression, and I'll feel like I'm losing what little time I already have to play games. So I'm not saying that this game shouldn't exist. It has no it has no right to be part of this plane of existence, but uh, I just, yeah, it, it wouldn't be for me, and that's why I got to pick and choose. But for some reason, Souls boycott that rule I usually have, but uh, boy, howdy, man. It's just under... 200 days i think to alden ring and i am just waiting for that game because once i finish this i have no idea what i'm jumping to next yeah uh, the progression and returnal I, I get what you mean like you do progress in a certain way where you unlock items that will stay with you like between the deaths like certain specialty items um but yeah there's no like level up system or something so you don't at well, least even though progressing even the weapons that way. right because even the weapons disappear and i'm like you know that's where if I think if someone put a gun in my head and said I had to play a semi-rogue light or like, and you gave me the option Returnal or Hades, from descriptions, I would most likely probably go with Hades. Because mm -hmm. at least I feel like I'm making somewhat progression. Even if I died, I'm going to be a little stronger and I'm going to be able to probably progress further where you don't get that guarantee with Returnal. And I think that's what I'm worried about. Some stuff, I'm trying to remember with weapons. Like, I haven't played it enough. Like, I know I finished Well, your weapons, one. from what I understand, like your perks. weapons can level up. And, like, yeah. you'll keep those level ups, but you don't keep that weapon. So, there's some runs where you may not find the shotgun. And if you like the shotgun, well, yeah. you're, you're SOL, right. right? Yeah. 
It's like um, certain perks and certain level ups with the guns will stay, but not the weapon itself. So you'd have to yes. fight. But luckily, uh, like I, I did the first act, and I, I didn't. I don't. Not like a, it's a bad thing, but the variety of weapons was like not a lot. Like there was probably a ha- good handful, but I noticed it was. I was constantly unlocking a new weapon. Like it was just stretched mm. out over the gameplay, right? So it's like even Act Two. I think I started Act Two briefly. I think I found a weapon that I'd never seen in Act One. So it's like you're constantly finding new stuff, which is kind of nice. Yep. And again, I'm not trying to crap on Returnal. No, or anything. no. Yeah. If you like it, I totally understand why. It's just these are the type of games that don't speak to me. I'm just using it as a case point of like why Demon Souls is such a rarity in my life. Uh, but I think it's just the world and I, you know, the armors and oh, there's just so many good things about those games. Uh, so yeah, that was basically all I've done. I can't wait to get back to it. I think I'm allowed to play games on Sunday, so maybe I'll go back into your world and Yay. mess things up if you have time. Yeah, probably. So before we get into the news, there's just a few things I'd like to bring up. See uh, responses. These are things that I haven't talked to Chris about beforehand. Uh, Chris, do you know anything about uh, Genshin Impact 2.0? Uh... I think I skimmed something that said they were going to be adding a whole new city to the game, but uh, yes. I, I think that's all I saw. Okay, I don't know much either. I just n- remember how many hours you put in that game. It was two months straight. <laughs> two and a half yes. months straight. But it sounds like you don't have to wait long. Uh, I think it's coming out July 21st. Okay. Uh, it introduces a brand new uh, region. Uh, apparently, the region uh, is consisting of six islands. So it sounds like a decent, mm-hmm. um, ex- I guess we'd call it expansion. I don't know what to I, go I, with. I honestly, I wouldn't call it expansion because the game is still just constantly releasing itself, right? When I was playing yeah. the game, there was only, I think I quit just before they opened up a third region, I think. So it's like the game overall talks about there being seven regions. So I don't know where it ended up because uh, I literally kind of pulled the plug and haven't gone back. Uh, I don't, I don't think I want to go back. Like I, I oh. maybe, I, I don't know. I have to be bored. And the only reason seriously that I'd probably go back is to literally get the last like two trophies that I didn't get in the game. Cause you, they were like really grindy and there was nothing to do. Cause I had done everything in the game up to the point. Uh, like when I quit, like there was nothing left to do. I got like nearly every single chest you could get. I did every side quest, every main quest, all the dailies, weeklies. There was like nothing for me to do do in the game. So it was like literally a grind to get to like level 45 or 50 or whatever it was. So I I don't know if I'd go back to that. I'd have to be bored. Uh, maybe if they release... I don't think they've released an official PS5 version of the game yet. I think they did like the upscaling thing. I'd have to look into that. But maybe, maybe I'd have to really think about it. I... Right now, I got too many like bigger titles to do. So <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to somebody who's like, "Yeah, I just got my 30 day sobriety." Chip <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I don't want to go back. <laughs> I don't really want to go back. Yeah, uh, there was yeah. one, but and there was one buddy, uh, Gerald, that I was playing with. Uh, we played that like it was him and I pretty much playing that constantly. Uh, and he he's the guy who's still into Destiny, so he's switched back over. I think when I quit Genshin, so. I don't know if I'd be able to sway him back to Genshin. And I don't even know if I'd want to have him do that. <laughs> so Yeah. You don't want to put that hate on him, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't put that hate on me. So we can go into another huge one that I've been uh, just chomping at the bit to get to. 
Here we go, Chris. You ready? <laughs> Nintendo confirmed Switch OLED has no major internal changes. Yes. The internet was ablaze uh, this week because uh, even though we're a PlayStation podcast, uh, I take any opportunity I can to poke fun at Nintendo because the uh, fandom Their for Nintendo makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. They, they make no sense to me. Never really have since I was a child and uh, eventually went to PlayStation. And uh, yeah, basically all the rumors, all the speculation that fans almost materialized themselves completely about a Switch Pro turns out to be false. Uh, surprise, surprise when you try to make up your own news and it doesn't become truth. Um, so yeah, basically this week everyone is treated to a new trailer for a new Switch model. And uh, the only main difference I can think of is that you get a new OLED screen that is 0.8 of an inch bigger. Uh, hooray, uh, apparently, and it's just crazy. Everyone I listen to that talks about their excitement for this, like, oh, the screen's so much bigger. And then, you know, then, then they'll actually talk about it. Like, oh yeah, it's 0.8 inches bigger. And then, and they're like, oh, but it makes such a big difference. I'm like, 0.8 of an inch makes a huge difference. Like, I'm not saying this thing needs to be a 32 inch monitor that you carry between your wrists, but uh, I just think 0.8 of an inch doesn't seem worth it, in my opinion. And, uh, we also found out that the OLED model will still only output 1080p while docked and 720p while portable, uh, which, you know, very exciting stuff there. Uh, those are those great resolutions we're used to from our uh, past, but, you know, that is Switch in a nutshell. Uh, I do think they get more internal storage, so I guess double the internal storage from 32 to 64 gigs. And uh, that's about all the big changes. You're you're getting a LAN port too, so I guess if you're excited about that. Um, but there you go. That is it. And people were pissed. And yes, I can sit here and make fun of Nintendo uh, for doing another weird alternate version of the Switch. But let's face it, like, you know, like I look at the, the Switch basically like I look at the Nintendo DS. Just tons of different iterations, minute changes that don't really make any difference but people will still buy it every time i think they're just going to do that with this it doesn't totally surprise me that they barely changed anything and they just now will sit back rake in the millions because people will buy this uh even though the battery is the same like there's literally no difference otherwise yeah uh, oh, it I'm just sorry, becomes bigger... the new standard of the device like yes. they, they literally should just stop production of the other ones and this is the oh, one that they I, should do i assume they will but it's just like oh and a bigger kickstand i forgot to include that um Woo. yeah exactly but i'm like you know the other side of me is like although i like to make fun of switch and it's all in fun i don't actually hate nintendo i just don't you know want a mario or a zelda i just i don't have fun with them personally but it's not like i'm debating that they shouldn't Exist. have their yeah. like their fans and all that stuff it's fine i get nostalgia final fantasy gets me i'm a sucker to that stuff too sometimes um but i think the bigger argument here is like fans fans made up their own rules and their own logic and then they put it on basically a stone tablet like the 10 commandments and they're like oh we'll just will us into existence it must exist because we said it does and now they're disappointed they're upset that they didn't think a handheld chris and this is where i think my biggest problem is is they're upset that a handheld isn't doing 4k mm. They're like, oh, well, in docked mode, well, I'm sorry, but if you take apart a Nintendo Switch's dock, you realize there's nothing there. It doesn't have its own video card. Like, what are you people thinking? Your entire components are in a tiny little screen. That is why the Switch is graphically limited. 
That is why you're playing 720p when you're not docked. I mean, yes, it could probably do 1080p, but I am assuming they limit it due to like heating issues and battery drainage, right? Probably, yeah. But, you know, it's the same components. The dock doesn't really have anything. So the idea that people are like, oh, when we dock this, it's going to do 4K. I'm like, you think they somehow fit a 3080 in the back of your Switch? Do you know how much thicker that thing would be? That would be a meaty, meaty screen. And your arms would be sore trying to play this thing in handheld mode. So, like, I laughed. Every time I heard about the 4K thing, I was laughing out. And I'm like, and why would Nintendo care about 4K? What game would take pure advantage of 4k resolution Doom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i mean it just in end like the games you know how many games like control have to be streamed on nintendo switch to even be playable so then you're going to put out a pro version where that game could run but then the old versions could it, it would cause so many problems in my opinion just from a technical standpoint that i just never i never put any stock in these rumors um so i just laugh that fans are upset about them getting themselves upset <laughs> like you know it's just this tail or sorry this snake eating its own tail problem here i don't know do you have any input on here like do you find this funny do you think it's just nonsensical i'm, I'm curious it, it feels like a waste for anybody to go out and buy this right now if you're a sw- like if your current switch died then for sure this should be the new standard this would be the one that you want to get out and get a replacement for but at this point like them not technically putting any new hardware in it like it it really really they couldn't have put anything in it to like just maybe a better processor or something just so maybe it loads a little quicker i don't know maybe or like the frame rates right like i get what you're saying yeah you could put a better processor and possibly get at least somewhat more stable not that the switch apparently has tons of issues but i I do hear some people say yeah frame rate can be a little iffy from here and there a bigger hard drive like so you get more games on it I don't know. Maybe I I haven't. I don't have like I have my Wii, but I don't play it or anything. So I don't know if I have storage issues with uh, games being big or small, that kind of issue stuff. But it just feels like they could have put something on there. I know so many people are like, "This is going to be the Switch Pro, like equivalent to the." No, no. There's there's like that. There's not. It's not even close comparison to like any other system, even older systems like the well, upgraded just no, version. It's just yes. It, yeah. It's no Series X or sorry. Not Series X, One X. Sorry. Yeah. Um. It's no PS4 Pro. Like, and it's not even trying to be. I'm not. I'm not. Again, I'm almost. And for the first time in my life, siding with Nintendo, where I'm like, well, they never made these promises. No. They yeah. never said this was coming. And this is just a new. I think it's exactly what you said, Chris. I think it's exactly that. If your Switch is dying, if you're having battery issues, if you're having storage issues, if you just want to sell it and get something a little newer. Here's something for you. If you don't care, if you're a money person, well, there's still a Switch Lite, and you can go what, get that one. What is the price difference? Did they say? I uh, this one, I, I believe, is three fifty, where the other one's three hundred. Yeah, to me, like it should just be the new standard. Get rid, sell whatever remaining stock you have of the regular switches, and then just make this the new standard. Like you're not going to lose much by that fifty dollar difference. You're not going to lose anything, to be honest. Just, I wouldn't deal with the. Off the chipset shortage if that does become a thing maybe you give it six months maybe to a year and then slowly the other one just starts disappearing i I wouldn't doubt it Mm -hmm. uh hopefully that would happen at a time when this one maybe goes down 50 dollars, and then yeah you just stop making the previous model altogether because what would be the point really um i guess the other thing i want to touch on before we even think about moving off is also i failed to address that uh they have not 
even somewhat tackled uh, Joy-Con drift. It's going to use the same controllers. Ugh. It's going to persist. They didn't address it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's still going to be there. So hooray! <laughs> like, you know, I know all these controllers uh, have claims against them for sure, but there's none. I think I would say more notorious than the Joy-Con drift. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like the fact that I'm not a Nintendo gamer and I know that term, <laughs> like, really speaks volumes to me. Yeah. No, exactly. I was yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. Any final word or any thoughts you have or I to me it's just no news. Not it's not it's not a news article. Like it's it's out and like I said, I don't think people should be scammering to try to get this thing and sell it and buy it and it just get it if yours breaks or Christmas is coming and you're gonna buy one for your kid or family member, just buy that one. Like I mean I mean there's no reason I mean there's very little reason to buy the new one. Um, that's why I say it's like, it's sh- in my opinion, they should just get rid of the old ones altogether and just make this the, the new standard, to be honest. With a, only a $50 difference, like when the Pro came out, that was a pretty, when the PS Pro came out, uh, that was more, that was a pretty big I think price $100. difference. $100? $150 yeah. or something? I thought, I thought it was just a clean 100 I could be wrong, though. I thought it was 100 it, I think it probably depended, too, on what models they were selling at the time, but yeah so i mean but at least that one had a much more significant much more significant change so well it's almost double the power yeah so yeah and then like yeah i would say i I think where i would come from is like if if you need to have this you're probably a diehard handheld mode user yeah and yeah it's that 0.8 of an inch will make a difference to you yeah i don't understand it but again i'm not a handheld gamer at all i don't have games on my phone i just i hate the idea of mobile gaming for some reason <laughs> i'm just i'm the odd one out i'm not making fun of anyone i'm not trying to alienate even more people than i normally do uh but anyway i think we've eaten up enough time christopher uh, i think we did a good job so we're going to move into our gigantic not really three news articles uh so here comes the news, news. This one's number one. Ubisoft is trying something new. I took this from VGC. Here we go. Ubisoft is working on a massive online Assassin's Creed game that will evolve over time as a live service. We love that term. Bloomberg's Jason Schreier reported earlier that the project has the code name Assassin's Creed Infinity and will be a large online platform that will continue to grow in the months and years following its release. Uh, Just like Anthem, the report claims that while previous Assassin's Creed games will set in specific historic periods, uh, sorry, were set in specific historic periods, Assassin's Creed Infinity will be set in multiple different periods, and this could expand even more over time. Ubisoft has since confirmed the game's existence in a new blog post, but has given no information on what the game is about, other than the fact that it will be a collaboration between both Ubisoft Montreal... Uh, which did Assassin's Creed Origins and Valhalla, and Ubisoft Quebec, which did Odyssey. Uh, This is in quotes. Rather than continuing to pass the baton from game to game, we profoundly believe in this opportunity for one of Ubisoft's most beloved franchises to evolve in a more integrated and collaborative manner that's less centered on studios and more focused on talent and leadership, no matter where they are within Ubisoft. More importantly, Assassin's Creed has always been developed by multicultural teams and various backgrounds and perspectives that have influenced and the depiction of its characters, locations, and cultures. 
While we know there's always room for improvement, uh, <laughs> I bet they're saying that this year, uh, we believe this new structure allows us to ensure the diversity and representation within our team continues to grow and match that of our players. The project is said to still be a number of years away from release, and according to Schreier, the teams involved face internal issues as several men accused of sexual abuse are reportedly still involved in the project. Uh, just to expand further in my own knowledge, uh, it sounds like I'm hearing numbers of 2024, 2025 in re for a release schedule. Uh, so yes, it's definitely far away. Uh, kind of makes me think that we're probably going to see another Assassin's Creed uh, installment before this, at least, I would imagine. Um, Quebec, but anyway. Quebec's probably working on one. Yeah, I would assume so. Uh, but Chris, what are your thoughts on this? I'm interested. You're... I would say more of an Ubisoft believer than I am. I do enjoy some of their games, but I'm also quick to throw turds their way if they throw turds at my way, like AK Watchdogs Legions. <laughs> uh, so anyway, take it away, Chris. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Infinity. Apparently, you're going to be going through different timelines collecting stones. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, this might work for them. Um, just how the the game is like we, we were talking about this beforehand we were talking about the, the animus and all that and you're jumping into different cultural periods and all that historical periods and whatnot um, I think this game could work uh, where they you know you, the game comes out it's a particular period of time and then as they keep adding on and expanding to the game that you actually jump into other characters in different timelines and stuff so this could be something that could be really cool uh, I, maybe I'm being a little bit more positive about it. Uh, I mean, it is live service where we typically hasn't been working well for too many companies and games. Um, I think this model, listening to this, I'm like, this would be the perfect thing to do for Call of Duty games or any sports game. Like, like all the different FIFAs and Maddens and whatever. Like every time those games come out, there's they recycle so much content. There's literally hardly anything new in those games, but they make so much money on those stupid uh, packs of characters and shit. But it just seems like a system where it's like, if they did something like destiny where it's like, okay, all that shit you own is now shit. And now you got to buy new shit. I think people would probably do it just as much in that type of that situation. So I think those games would be like really good for that, where it's not like, <clears throat> it's not like, you know, Assassin's Creed, uh, like I'm trying to figure out how to say it. Like it's more like a hub, like Call of Duty, the hub or something where it's like you can access content from all the other games, maybe the old ones, and then some sort of centralized universe for uh, them to just constantly be working on it. This could be something that could be really good, almost like an MMO, I guess is the best way to say it. like an MMO, but not not with a subscription. <laughs> if you want to well, maybe give us a, like a not, service pack know, or something. A giant server with multiple players, yeah. right? Like this sounds like it's still a single player experience. Uh, but like you said, they just they're gonna allow more content well, to Well it's hard to say out. though, because they say it's a massive online Assassin's Creed game. So that could mean PvP, right? I guess you're right. But it's like I how does that work? How it's gotta be a massive environment and I, I, I'm excited at the idea that this could actually work. This could be a live service experience that really does nail it. Um, 
Assassin's Creed's, I've been with them since the beginning. I kind of dropped off in the middle for like Unity and a couple more of like the, the more uh, mobile versions of the games or the sta- some of the standalone ones they did. I didn't really do those ones as much. I've always been a fan of it. It's, it's never been like an amazing game to me. I think they did really set a, a good bar for open world games uh, in, in some regards. So I, I, I've always been a fan. Um, and I've liked the last three Origins, Odyssey, and now Valhalla. I mean, it's, sometimes the games are so massive. It's obviously I haven't had time to get back into Valhalla. But Odyssey, I spent so much time getting through all that. So I'm thinking, I don't know, this this could work. I, 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 I'm I interested to see how, how how they would do it. I think the way they do their environment with the Animus, they could really do some cool stuff with it. Just how they... Because you can't do that. Like You talk about like a game like Anthem. You, you've created a universe where it's like, okay, you guys in mech suits, you go out and do things. It's like, it's hard to expand on that. You could add new areas or new regions. But with Assassin's Creed, you can literally change timelines and go into different universes in that regard. So... I think they have like more that they could play with, I guess. So mm. I don't know. I'm excited. It's it's like you say, it's probably there probably is another Assassin's Creed coming out even before this one. Um, but I'm excited to see what they'll do with it. Cause maybe it's I'm more excited because I'm n I don't feel as invested in it. Like I'm I, I enjoy the Assassin's Creeds, but I'm never like super excited for the next one to come out like valhalla was probably one that i've actually was a little bit excited you, you kind of hyped me up more for it just with the the viking stuff so yeah um but really it's like i i don't remember the last time i was like i need the next assassin's creed so i don't know it could, it could work i'm interested it's a series that always fills a hole yeah in when i have nothing to play so then i get myself excited based on that um but trying to touch on some of your points uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like you brought up Call of Duty and I believe what was the other, uh, major game you brought up Call of Duty and oh, the, the sports, sports games. games. Yeah. And I feel like those games, <clears throat> although they could and probably should do what you're talking about, they constantly sell massive yeah, they make amounts too much money. of copies at full price, just saying that it's a new game when really it, you know, it barely qualifies. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, you know, we could also say the same about Assassins, uh, especially the last three. They're fairly similar. Yes, I would say Odyssey, although it used the same engine, a lot of the same stuff, you know, they did change combat. They did yeah. um, add genders. They added um, the quest options, stuff like that. Uh, so, like, it, it was, you know, it, I would say it was worth the money. It was definitely big, a little too big. And this is where... In, we started kind of seeing this in their gameplay where they were intentionally bloating games to try to make you buy microtransactions. Yeah. So yeah, the proof was already in the pudding on this one that this was basically coming regardless of uh, our hopes and dreams. And yeah, like it is what it is. I don't know if I'm excited about it. I still think they could get away. Like clearly they have like, you know, Valhalla was one of the highest selling games for quite a few months. Um, so they probably could have got away with the traditional, but I'm wondering if this is, has more to do with just kind of our previous conversations on the podcast about how I think they have one of the most dated engines out there right now, graphically, mm-hmm. uh, and their games are starting to look really dated. Um, now, that's where I almost see, is this a way of avoiding that conversation where you put out a game and it just gets more content and therefore they never have to worry about upgrading graphically? Um or is it just, you know, circumstantial? They, they didn't really care. Uh, 
it's just like it would worry me if they released this game without a major upgrade mm. and then we're stuck with how things have looked <laughs> you know for another giant period of time yeah that's kind of the problem with a lot of mmos too they make yes. performance boosts and stuff like that but i mean i don't quote me because i i don't play a lot of wow but i think if you com- compared wow of today to wow of like whenever it came out is is there a lot of differences and i'm not talking about content and more areas and all that stuff but if it like go down to like graphical appearance and stuff did it did it change much i they tried like you know they proved as I much know as you can right yeah they you know they put a little more detailed textures here and there but yeah there there's You're limitations limited. yeah yes so i mean I, you do something i'm i'm hoping that with this this new infinity like i really hope it's on a new engine but I would have thought that they would have led with that news before even talking about this type of thing. So I, I, I mean, this is, I guess, a Jason Schreier thing. So this is more behind the scenes, I'm guessing, right? Well, they came out after his article and yeah, finally announced what it, he was so. saying. Yeah. But I, if they haven't already said that it's going to be a new engine, yeah, there's definitely some concern there. There's a lot of game companies that are using dated engines. I mean, you could still make some amazing things out of some, but... I mean, yeah. it's like some of the ones that are lingering, like Ubisoft and Activision, like, dudes, you guys got to upgrade these things. Like, we're on the next Bethesda. gen. Bethesda. Oh, God, Bethesda. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sports games, they haven't really graphically changed ever since t- 2000s, really. So, I don't know. To get back on track of, like, the game itself, like, I don't have a lot of faith in Ubisoft. Um, I feel like they see a trend that they can just market off of. And hopefully it's just a, you know, a cash cow for them. And I think that's, you know, how they, they hope it's going to go, but I could also see this failing and we're looking at not that it's the exact same experience, but kind of an Anthem like where it's going to come out, it's going to fail in some way. People are going to speak to it or maybe it'll be good, for some people, but kind of like I feel like Odyssey and Valhalla split the fan base where a lot of people got a Valhalla and they're like, oh, you know what? I really liked Odyssey and people like myself that I enjoyed Odyssey, but I like the world of Valhalla more. Um, so you're going to get the split there. So my thought is this game comes out and it's one or the other. You know, it speaks more to this community or that community. Well, then you've already alienated half. And now you're you're you got this game that's ongoing that only speaks to half the audience. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, like don't get me wrong, the next world, maybe you add features almost like an expansion like Destiny would do. I, I can't say, honestly. Obviously, we're so early. Like if this game's still, you know, two, three years out, uh, we're so early that I'm speculating on speculation. <laughs> it's yeah. just it's madness at this point. Uh, but that would be my fear is I come into it and I didn't really love the whole spear thing with Odyssey. And if that's how this game starts off, I'm probably not going to be around in a year to come back for your new content or however quickly they're able to pump it out. Like I know they got the two uh, developing companies working on a hand hand. So I'm assuming they're going to take turns. It's like, okay, you're doing this uh, in six months to a year. You're putting out another big update. And that way you can constantly push out things. But that also might bring other issues. Like my fear is we see so many games come out and they're broken is all hell. If you're rushing these, almost like we hear with Crunch and Fortnite, uh, you know, I, I'm worried that we're going to have stressed out and uh, overworked developers trying to constantly bring out new content to keep 
the people to keep the microtransactions and that whole just machine going right yeah um and then yeah and then you're just going to have bugs probably galore if you're rushing all the time uh i don't know i could see a lot of issues i'm not probably i'm naturally just not as optimistic as you so yeah just hearing ubisoft looking at the way they're trying to do this not to mention schreier talks about that the, the two development teams uh, ubisoft montreal and quebec apparently don't even get along with each other so like you know what issues are we going to have with that on top of everything um yeah there's just there's a lot to this uh i don't know what to think i, I again i think i'm getting le- especially this last year i'm definitely not high on ubisoft like you know i, I think Watch they've been messing up let a, me down. a fair amount yeah i think far cry 6 although it looks fun and entertaining it looks dated as hell uh it looks bad in my opinion um valhalla i loved the viking thing but like the combat wasn't great. There's a lot of bloat. And, a lot and of bloat. I, yes, a lot of bloat. And I fell off, like, because the side quests were horrible in Valhalla. Horrible. Uh, they just might as well not existed at all. I remember the one where it's like, you get a potion. You have to make a potion to help a guy fart or something. Like, it's just, it was nonsense. Like, if that was an MMO with how big the world is, that would almost yeah. make more sense and probably actually work a little bit better mm-hmm. running into other players and stuff. But I don't know, like, it's, it's a weird game to think of a, as an MMO because it's like you could literally kill anybody. So it's like I could go in and slaughter a whole village. And it's like if you're playing and you walk up to that, how does that work? I, I'm still not sold that it's an MMO. I think they're I using so odd terminology because yeah. it's a hub. I still think it's going to be a single player game. Don't get me wrong. There's probably some multiplayer like Unity. I remember having multiplayer and yeah. playing with friends. I would like to uh, have tried Unity. I know it was bad, but I wanted to play well, yeah. Assassin's Creed in a multiplayer way, but I never did. It was fine when, you know, they patched it to a point that it wasn't just eyes and teeth staring at you, but uh, it took some time. Uh, But I think anyway, I think we've, you know, covered that ground. So let's get into uh, more tantalizing news. Uh, Maybe. I guess it depends. But we're going into number two. Uh, Thursday's State of Play. I took this from myself and Push Square. So, Chris, take it away. Okay, so we'll take our time going through this list. Um, there's a, a fair amount they showed, so that was one positive. It was just for me, there wasn't a lot of things that was like, I need this. Um, but we'll start at the top. Uh, so this is all PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4 state of play announcements. Okay, so in no particular order, uh, the first one was Death Stranding, the director's cut, which is dated for the 24th of September. Um, it will have a PS5 upgrade cost of $10. So this, these upgrade costs we're starting to see for these games, this is very much uh, a Sony thing. I mean, it's not just Sony. The other companies are doing it too, but there's no way it's the publisher, or not the publisher, but the, the yeah, I guess the publisher. Uh, it's not them that's trying to enforce this $10 price hike, I don't think. I'm pretty sure it's the, like, Sony. I feel like, no, I, I doubt anyone's fighting it either, though. No, like, you're right. Not, yeah. I'm sure they're putting it out there, but I, at the same time, Sony's probably like, hey, do you like money? <laughs> like, yeah. here you go. Uh, but I agree with you. With Xbox's smart delivery, I believe most of this doesn't happen on their ecosystem. Right. So it does seem to be more of a Sony thing strictly right now. Um, but again, I don't care. If you're giving me more content and you're yeah. giving me reasons to justify, what's $10 really? And again, is this a game that you want to support that you're passionate about? Then you're probably not like me and you and Ghost of Tsushima. I don't yeah. mind giving you additional ten dollars. You're giving me reasons for the ten dollars. I get you put more hours of work into something, 
I do think you deserve something. If you came to my house and you do me a service, you probably deserve something. Yeah. If it's you helping me move and I buy you a pizza and a beer, great. If you make more content for a game that I really love, great. Yeah. And this one looks like they did a good job because it looks like they've added a fair amount of content. They they mentioned that there was going to be more story, I think some more vehicle options, some more suits, some more weapons, some they changed like the fighting mechanic it looked like. Yeah, yeah, it sounded like they're actually adding melee and gunplay, which is kind of neat. Which was weird because and then they advertised like a turret or something that you could use or something. But I'm like, in that game, you don't want to kill people because if you kill people, it's like you have to dispose of their body in a proper way. So it's like, I don't, are these the stun bullets that they start shooting? Because otherwise, I'm, who's going to use this? Their game fights itself on its own mechanics in some way. So uh, for me, I really enjoyed Death Stranding. Uh, this does sort of sound like something I would buy, but I don't know. At this point, I've been off the game for so long. My whole network of hooks has probably degraded and all my buildings are probably broken. So uh, I, I don't want to have to drive everywhere or figure out how to get from place to A to B anymore. Like literally your buildings degrade over time and your, your, your hooks that you can like shimmy from one hook to another. Uh, I had networks set up all across the whole map. All that would be gone now. Uh, it'd be a pain in the ass jumping back in that, <laughs> to be honest. But I don't know. It's interesting. It looks like there's a fair amount of content. Anybody that hasn't played it, that is even at least mildly interested in it, it's probably sounds like good value to me. I think that's me. I have not played this game yet. Uh, I have a love. I have an appreciation for Kojima, but I also believe. Actually, I think you summed it up perfectly. Kojima has an issue where his mechanics almost always fight themselves. Um, like I know there's a lot of diehard Metal Gear Solid fans, but I always thought like even Metal Gear Solid Five is a great case point where it's like okay, it's a stealth game until you do anything that's story related, and suddenly everything just falls apart. And all the previous mechanics don't matter anymore. And you're fighting something that's totally insane. Action uh, even the rock yeah. people, right? Yeah, now it's an action game. And I'm like, okay, but this game doesn't run great as an action game. Uh, so I'm always like that guy that I love his ideas. I think he's a super creative person. I admire the crap out of the man. But yeah, I, I always seem to have an issue with most. Yeah, that's why I was most excited about Silent Hills. Because I'm like, okay, I think this is a game that he's not going to like you know, step in his own way, yeah. uh, trip on himself. So great. But anyway, yeah, seeing this game, all the stuff they've added, if it goes on sale, uh, yeah, and that's even, I guess, something I should say. Like, I still wouldn't buy it at full price. But one day when it goes on sale, I'm more insights to get it than ever before, especially now that they're saying they actually have melee and actually have weapons. Uh, so it's not just going to be Bellhop Simulator 2020. Yeah. Uh, yay. Continuing on, uh, the highlight of the show, uh, in their eyes, uh, <laughs> was Deathloop, uh, the high-intensity Dishonored-style game on the PlayStation 5. Um, I don't know. I'm still not sold on this. I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm so not sold where I could tell you I'm not going to get it. I'm just not going to get this game. Um, it sounds like you play more missions, multiple missions... Um, maybe kill one guy just to get some information that unlocks another mission. It, there, it, There is a story from what I can tell and you just keep getting more and more information to line up all your targets so that you can kill them all in one run. I'm pretty sure that's what the game leads up to is you killing all the targets in one run. 
Um, the one interesting thing I did find uh, was kind of cool is that other character, that one target that hunts you back, it, I, they mentioned in there briefly, so brief they should have expanded on it a little bit more, to be honest, but that can be played by another character, is what they said. So I thought that was kind of cool where you See, have, I thought I heard that, but you're right. It was so confusing. They yeah, they, they just go, shot by yeah, it so quickly. So that I'm like, so is it a Dark Souls invasion thing? Or, yeah, I but think then that's they what it is. Say, they said AI in the same sentence. So I'm like, <clears throat> I don't be, understand what's yeah. happening. So it could be another player or it could be just AI. I thought that was interesting how you could get invaded. So that was, I thought that was one thing that was kind of cool, but Overall, just the idea of getting more information to line up all your targets so you could kill them all in one run. It just pictures in my head. I'm picturing any movie that was like had multiple time loops like Groundhog Day or that one episode of Xena where she's trying to aim her. What was it? The chakra thing that she throws that circle disc thing and she has to bounce it across the whole town to kill it and to save everybody or something. It's just stupid shit. Um, so I don't know. I'm just so not interested in this one the only like literally the pvp thing was maybe the only thing i was interested in the the interesting thing for me is like last year when they first announced this game uh or maybe it was even before that i can't remember but when we started seeing more of it i had no idea what the hell this game was i haven't for the longest time but now that we're in a year where hades and well and more than that but hades and returnal came out um, I think I have finally clicked for me this time. I'm like, oh, this is a rogue light or like I can never tell the difference between the two damn names. Um, but I'm like, okay, this is 24 hours. It's one run, like you're saying, and you can do it different ways. And basically in doing those different ways, you learn more. And then that way you can tackle more targets until eventually you can kill all the targets in the same day. Now, I don't know how the hell that's going to work because that sounds like a really long day. I, to be uh, honest, if I you think mess up anything, it's I think it's super scripted. I have a feeling it's oh, okay. super scripted where it's like you're going to start and it's going to give you like a mission. And I think you're going to have to go and kill a guy and it's going to give you more information and then you're going to respawn. And it's like, OK, we got to go investigate this thing now. And that's like the next mission. I feel like that's how it is. I think it's going to be super scripted. Um, I could be wrong. But I have a feeling that's how, because they keep saying missions and like they said missions or something uh, in, during the the video, and I'm like, well, missions means it's scripted, so I, I feel like it's not going to be as fluid as people would want it. I, I I would rather them throw you into the world with all the targets running around, and you mm. just have to figure out how to do it. Uh, yeah, not, like, not just by brute force, but like a, a logistical trying to figure this shit out, right? Because how I heard or like what I was taking from it was basically that every time you die, you start from the same point. If you don't kill everyone, you start from the same point in the day. So then I'm like, well, how is that mission based if you always come back to the same place? Right. Like, I guess maybe you could decide that you want to do this character. And after you kill him, it tells you how much time that took in your day. And like, there's a thousand ways this could go again. They're not being very clear uh, that I think that's the one thing we can definitely agree on. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of echo everything you said. I, I'm not very interested in this game as someone who enjoyed dishonored. I don't aesthetically connect with this. I don't like the concept. I, I'm just done with loops and the rogue this or that. I, I, you know, I know it's a new thing that people are trying out, but I'm already over it. It just seems like a gimmick to me. Uh, I'd rather just a stronger story narrative personally, but that's me. Uh, so yeah, I'm not really too invested in what I saw here. It looks action packed. I hope people enjoy it. I'm just, 
you know, this game's also been on sale on the PlayStation Store forever, which kind of speaks volumes of how PlayStation thinks it's going to do. Uh, so I, I personally think, and like the, what is it? The uh, saying that I probably going to misquote is the, uh, the silence is deafening in terms of people talking about this game. Okay. We'll speed it up. Um, we got a, I think the rest were mostly, well, maybe not all indie, but they're indie adjacent. Some of them. So we get cutesy mouse quill is back in the sequel Moss book too. I've never played the first. I don't own a PSVR, uh, but I do. I've heard good things about it. Uh, Jet, the far shore. I'm pretty sure we saw stuff about this one. The name, definitely, I knew the name. Like, when I saw it, it showed the mm. title. So I know we've seen something about this before, but we, they showed a little bit of gameplay. Uh, shows off-planet hopping gameplay uh, in the new trailer. So it look, looks like one of those... But then you can land on the planet and do other things, too, which I know is It different. honestly looks like an even lower-budget version of No Man's Sky. And yeah. I know that sounds rude and maybe crude, but... That's just what I saw. Super it small team. Very, yeah, it looked odd when you're flying. I, I didn't enjoy the arcade nature of it. But, you know, the only thing I enjoyed less was when they went into first person mode. And I saw those faces. Yeah. That is thing of nightmares. I will not close my eyes while I'm going to sleep now. We got an early announcement. PlayStation Plus for August 2021 uh, will include the game Hunter's Arena Legends on the PS5 and PS4. Let's go. I... Could be good. That was that was one it's of the battle free. royales, right? Yes, yeah. it's free. I, I like. I think royals. you made the connection, so it looking a lot like the game you're enjoying. Yeah, the Naraka Blade Point. I was like, oh my god, these look identical. At first, I thought it was Naraka, and I'm like, wait, these characters aren't 100 percent the same. So, uh, Kung Fu Combat game Sifu kicked into 2022 on PS5 and PS4. This yeah, it got delayed from 2021. Yeah. Uh, into 2022. Uh, which is fine. You know, it said early 2022. I guess I should add that. The combat looked pretty decent. It looked kind of like cool. a fun beat him up. The only thing I noticed like, was looked weird was he kicked a guy, I think, off a balcony or something. And, yes, and, I, I, that's funny you made the same connection when he lands, yeah, right? He, he looks lands, a little off. It yeah. didn't look right when he landed. Okay, like so it. it wasn't just me. Yeah, okay. that's funny that we both noticed that. I like that. Because mm -hmm. it definitely, yeah, it looked like he landed like a floaty land or something. Yeah, like, well, and then it, it, it almost like his body took a second to be like, oh, we should be in pain and sideways now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, click. And I'm like, okay. But either way, I, I, I'm not an indie guy, but like, I'm keeping an eye on this game. Mm -hmm. I, I think it does look neat. Uh, then there was an announcement for Lost Judgment. Oh, before we go on, though, yeah. the one thing that's confused me and I'm interested in what you think is how is the age thing going to work? Every time you die, you get older. Is there a limit to how old you can get? So is it almost like you have oh, yeah. like old arcade games where you have a set amount of restarts and that's what this is? Like they haven't really explained that yet. Yeah, uh, it looked interesting. Because I doubt I'm going to like unless I can play a 200 year old Sifu. And, uh, it's just like <laughs> I'm hitting him with my wheelchair. Your cane, you're poking him in the yeah. side. I'm running over his feet with my chair. I'm like, Look. you're so advanced, though. Your poker stick is does like a million damage. <laughs> uh, after that, we got Lost Judgment. Uh, looks to satisfy all your mini game needs in new gameplay trailer. This this is one look interesting to you. I'm still gotta get in, like, see if I'm ready. I, okay, I am not a big fan of Yakuza games just because I think their quests are ridiculous. Like, I remember trying to get into them a long time uh i think it was the remake one uh i can't remember what it was called uh yakuza it starts with a k but it was the remake of the original i think and anyway you get into it and i just remember getting to like one of the first quest lines and it's like 
about a necklace or something and then it goes on forever and it's like leave the store go back to the store go to this guy go back to the store go to this guy go back to the store and then i'm like okay i'm finally done in the intro yay all of a sudden this girl gets like a little pet shiba which you know i have a shiba so i love it but all of a sudden it was like okay he needs food go to this store okay go back to the dog oh now he needs water you can't go back to the same store apparently that store doesn't carry water whatsoever you got to go to the other store and i'm like okay this is horrible quest progression you guys need to sit down and make a better game. Like this feels like pre to PS2, like uh, it's horrible. I hated it. So anyway, finding out that judgment is from the same people who make the Yakuza games. That is basically the biggest boundary I have into getting into it. Uh, the combat does look a little more interesting than uh, Yakuza. So like, maybe it's fine. Like maybe I got to give it a chance, but uh, it, it interests me. But I, I just, the Yakuza thing, yeah, I, I can't get over it. Uh, we got Demon Slayer on PS5, PS4. It gets a good-looking single-player. You didn't even say your own take. <laughs> Do you not have feelings it for Lost okay. I mean, I played the uh, Yakuza games, and I've enjoyed them. I agree with your assessment of some other side quests. But I don't feel like the game wants to be treated seriously in some regards but i know oh, so for sure some of it's sure. quite confusing because it's like i think i bought a bowl or no that dog where you have to feed the dog the food or mm -hmm. water or it's like i went and bought a plate thinking yeah i'll suit serve the food on the plate for the dog no <laughs> no it needs to be a bowl so i was like Ugh. i remember being frustrated by that shit but mm -hmm. it looks good but i gotta see more for this one to be honest so um demon slayer ps5 ps4 gets a good looking single player gameplay trailer i'm not remembering this one off the top of my head for some reason it's it's a good anime uh oh right right beloved by many i you know i always have an issue with anime turned into like video games they typically aren't great uh, a little cheap in my opinion so i don't expect much but hey maybe this will be the first one that's amazing <laughs> Arcade Geddon is a new multiplayer shooter from Iphonic, available now on PS5 in early access. Interesting. I don't know. Is it, This isn't the first game. I don't think that's been early access on a console. But I don't know. This one didn't really... This was a top-down one, right? Or am I thinking of a different one? I honestly can't I, remember. I can't remember. It didn't interest me at all. So, But, I mean, it's out early access. People are interested. Uh, Robo Rabbit Side Scroller Fist Forged in Torch winds up on September 7th is when that's going to be out. Um, I don't remember this one either. I think I, well, now I remember I think it. It's one of the first ones. Um, I think it came right after Moss and it's a rabbit in a giant mech suit and it's like a, yeah, a side scroller beat him up is what it looked like. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, during the showcase, there's a lot of games that just looked, I, I play a lot of indie games, but it's just so much where it's like, yeah. Just couldn't get into it. Mm -hmm. And then this one was, I think, showed during E3 on the PC one? Or was it? I can't remember. Uh, Tribes of Midgard, PS5, PS4, trailer talks post-launch support. How uh, it's going to be not live service, but sort of live service. So, I don't know. It looked interesting. It looks like a... Not, I don't, not like Diablo, but... It looked like that other uh, game you, you were playing a couple months back. Uh, Viking-themed. Um, except, you know, this one's top down. Yeah. I mean, oh, like Valhalla, uh, Valheim. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of like, you know, same, like you have an establishment, you yeah. play with your friends, except yeah. again, this one top down and apparently giants just come to mess your crap up all the time. Yeah. 
so it looked half decent um that one i'm that one was probably more i was interested in and that was mostly because i i remember seeing it from e3 too and i was already interested at the time when i saw it so there's a couple here that look interesting and there's definitely more that i need to see from some of these um but yeah as of right now i i didn't see anything that was like i need to play this other than maybe the the PlayStation Plus game in August, the Hunters Re- Arena, just because I like playing mm-hmm. all the battle royales, just to try them. So overall, the show was good. I just some of the th- things I was trying to hype myself up to, some of the things I was like, okay, this is the one that they're going to talk about the new VR and all that kind of stuff. We didn't get any of that. So, well, that's why I'm I'm happy they keep getting out in front of themselves and saying right away they said indies and third parties then. I think it was the day after or maybe a little bit later, they updated even further and they're like, okay, Deathloop in Indies. And I was like, perfect. That's all you have to say. I'm not going to hype myself up. I know this isn't going to be for me. Uh, And they gave me more than I expected. Like, again, I'm somewhat interested in Sifu. Maybe Lost Judgment's going to be great. Uh, The Hunter's Arena, I've never played a Battle Royale. Well, I guess I played PUBG like twice. We'll try it. We'll play it. Um, Yeah, we'll try it. Uh... I like Moss. I've heard good things about it. Never played it myself. Okay, whatever. Uh, director's Cut of Death Stranding. I'm, I hope at some point maybe I can try it. So, like, I guess I'm somewhat interested. But, yeah, I wasn't expecting much from this. Is this a great showcase? No. Uh, but, again, they as long as they keep coming out in front and pre-warning us not to, like, expect some giant, like, ex- announcement, like God of War or something, then good. Like, that, they have to do that at least. Uh, mm. Just... Yeah, God help me. Don't let my imagination run wild. Because before you know it, I'm going to be talking about how it's going to be a Switch Pro. And uh, it's it's confirmed because I thought it. So we're done with that. Uh, well, I guess I also want to point out that uh, just for fun, I like to put in a little extra stuff. So Push Square had a fun poll. And it was saying, was Sony's latest day to play live stream any good? So Chris, you got five options. Very good, good, okay, poor, or very poor. Mm. What would you rank this? For me, um, what was the worst one? Poor or very poor? Very poor. I'm in the okay to poor option. So I put okay because, again, they got ahead of it. And yeah. they're like, it's not what you want it to be. <laughs> like, basically, that's what they said. Um, but anyway, here's how the voting went down. Out of 1,452 votes, we have 4% say very good. 16% say good. 35% say okay. 28% say poor and 17% say very poor. Okay. So your three most voted for categories are okay, leading, second place poor, and third place very poor. Uh, and even fourth place is good. So for, very good was the lowest ranking. Uh, so not great. But again, I do think some people may have not realized like what they were getting here. Yeah. Uh, they're hoping maybe they didn't three. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they, they're that. hoping what would mean you are still hoping August will bring, but yeah. we'll see about that. Uh, so anyway, we're going to go to last article. Uh, we're actually running long, surprisingly, considering we, only we vamped, we succeeded at vamping. <laughs> we did our one thing. So this one's not a real news article, but I'm just trying to do anything. You know, give me, give me a break. I'm trying to find you anything. So anyway, number three is Sony still market leader in the UK. This one comes from push square. At this point, we all know that PlayStation 5 stock sells out pretty much immediately. Actually, getting your hands on Sony's next-gen system is still very difficult. Almost eight months, whole months, sorry, after its launch. And here in the UK, it's been this way since that initial release. There's simply no keeping up. 
But from a business point of view, having your product be in such a high demand isn't a bad thing. In fact, the PS5 is comfortably the console's market leader for 2021 so far in the UK. That's according to Game Industries' Christopher Drink. I hope I said that right. Who often posts UK-based insights. Uh, this is his Twitter post, by the way, uh, in quotes. Over a million game consoles have been sold in the UK during the first half of the year. PS5 is comfortably the market leader. The Nintendo Switch is in second place, and the Xbox Series S and X is snapping at its heels. Uh, it's a fair. It's fair to assume that the PlayStation 5 will continue to be the year's best-selling device since there's no sign of demand taking a dip anytime soon. In fact, Sony recently said it expects PS5 sales to skyrocket once it's able to manufacture and ship more consoles, hopefully in the relatively near future. Chris, uh, surprised much? Probably not. No, I'm not surprised. I mean, I guess I'm surprised maybe that Nintendo isn't still like just killing it because it always seems to be killing it. Um, so I guess I'm a little bit surprised. Uh, I'm not surprised that it's uh, doing better than Xbox because, like I said, we've had the conversation before. Pretty much yeah, Xbox Game Pass is where it's at. So uh, if you have a PC, get your games there. Xbox, get your games on Game Pass. I, and they're, it's just, they're ha and there's no exclusives either, really. So um, I guess I'm not surprised. I'm more surprised that it's ahead of Nintendo, I guess. I'm not. I, I feel like Nintendo, again, it's been out for, what, three years now? Maybe I'm going a little crazy there, but I think it's three years. Um, but anyway, it's an older console, right? It's kind of like when Switch was out selling the PlayStation 4. Was I surprised? No. PlayStation 4 is four years old at the point, yeah. uh, maybe even longer. So I get that. I'm just more surprised about the Xbox. You know, I always hear that it's somewhat hard to get stock of those as well um but maybe they're just not releasing stock based on uh their projected sales right so uh could be that it also could be that uk does seem to be uh primarily a sony region so it does, yeah it does we'll yeah. see what it is but uh, much so not too surprised i just thought i'd point out there it's a, an uplifting post but anyway we finished all our not lots of news articles so we're going to move on to homework what is homework homework is when we don't have a lot of time even though we kind of did this time but uh suck it this is how it's going down so we basically give you the news articles and the sites to go educate yourselves and we all have a good time for doing that uh so we're going to start with homework uh, number one the witcher's second season hits netflix on december 17th Yay. this one comes for destructoid uh finally we have a date for the second season of witcher if you're not watching the show Go watch the show. I want to rewatch it. Kids. I want to rewatch it. I'm halfway through rewatching it, I think. Yeah, I got to rewatch that one because I really enjoyed it. And having see how like where it ended up, it'd be good to go through and watch it again. So I thought the season finale was disappointing, but uh, we don't have to get too deep in that. Mm. But this, the trailer looks good for season two. Go look it up on YouTube. However you want to view this trailer, it's there. Uh, going on, EA has renamed Dice LA to Ripple Effect Studios and... As work begins on standalone game, this one comes from VGC, and yeah, kind of sounds like uh, LA or sorry, what the hell was it used to be called? It was called oh, it's called Dice LA, and uh, basically they would help make Battlefield games. They were kind of a side team, uh, but it's cool that they're going to get the chance to work on their own standalone game. I would say it's pretty obvious it's going to be a shooter. Uh, you know, that's what they're clearly comfortable with. So if you're looking forward to more shooters from EA, there you go. Uh, and number three, the team behind Terminator Resistance is working on a RoboCop game. This one comes from VGC. 
Uh, I'm interested in that, except, you know, I know there's some people like Terminator Resistance doesn't have a great Metacritic score. Um, and on top of that, uh, they also made the Rambo game, which is apparently notoriously horrendous. So I'm not going to super keep my eye on this one, but uh, Robocop's cool. You know, there you go. Hopeful. We could be hopeful that it'll do well. I know the mm. Resistance one was significant improvement over the Rambo one, but I, I don't know it how much that is saying things. I, I find Robocop somewhat cyberpunkish, not as much neon, but yeah. oddly the same. So like my thought is like, well, they can't do any worse than cyberpunk on the B base PS4, so I guess it'll be kind of good. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the latest PS5 firmware update is now available to download. Uh, this one came from Push Square. I think it was around the 900 meg mark, if I recall off the top of my head. I don't think it added any major features. Stability. Stability. There you go. You want yeah. that stability. Gotta Continuing on. PlayStation Store Planet uh, of the... I should say it. PS Store <laughs> Planet of the Discount Sale. Uh, I kind of like it, actually. Has almost 500 PS5... Well, that's not possible. PS4, comma, okay, yeah, it's comma. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta read the whole set. <laughs> comma, PS4 game deals. <laughs> so five games on the PS5 and 495 games on the PS4 game deals. Uh, this one comes from Push Square. I didn't know about this sale, so I'm gonna have to dig in there and see if there's anything I'm, on my wish list. I'm having a hard time, but they have the all-in-one Kingdom Hearts package, and it's only like, like barely $20, and I'm like, oh, the first two weren't bad. <laughs> I'm like, that yeah. third one... Ah oh, man, that third one. There was I don't know if there was any way it could ever live up to anybody's expectations. Honestly, yeah, it's something that might just be lost in time. Yeah. It took too long to come out and and I mm -hmm. guess maybe, maybe it would have been better if I'd played some more of the like the the other side stories, the mobile ones and stuff. Maybe that wouldn't would have made it a little bit less painful. But mm -hmm. it was just yeah. I know we're going off on a tangent now, but it was just like uh I like I liked going to the planets, hearing the stories when I was younger. It was good, but it's like Kingdom Hearts three. It's like we should have been having more unique stories from some of these places. It, like, well, Disney needs to loosen their grip and yeah. just let them play with the stories. Like Pixar seemed to have no issue, but uh, for whatever reason, Disney's like, no, you can't touch this. And like, they're like the monster really, you Inc. just want us to redo the movie again? Yeah. They're like, yes, redo Frozen exactly. Like Monster mm -hmm. Inc. At least you got something new from Monster Inc. That was really cool. And that Toy Story that was new. Toy Story was new, and that one where what's the plush? Oh, plushy uh, Big dude? Hero Six. Yeah, Big Hero. Like that was its own unique story. It wasn't re-going through the movies, but it's mm -hmm. like then you hit some of the hardcore Disney ones, and it's just like, uh, we needed some sort of evolution on this, and they didn't do it. Yeah, get Tiger. <laughs> and. Uh, before we move on, let it go. Just let it go. I can't let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I guess the end boss fights were kind of okay. They were weird, though. There's too many cinematics in that freaking game. Take two steps, cinematic. Takes two steps, cinematic. Jesus. The cold doesn't bother me yeah, anyway. anyway. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto creator Dan Hauser forms new company. This one comes from Polygon. Interesting. Are we going to yes, get? Yes, he's some apparently sort of the clone? big creative. You know, he's the big creative behind uh, a lot of the storylines for Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption. Uh, so his departure, uh, I think, would have serious impact. Honestly, so it also makes me, 
you know, very curious what's next from him, really, because clearly he knows how to tell a story. Like, I'm not the biggest Red Dead Redemption fan uh, fanboy by far, but I'll give it the accolades it deserves. Like, it was very just, not un- other than unique, it, but like depth and yes. detail. I'd right. say, honestly, it was almost a perfect 10 out of 10, except for Act 5, I thought was horrendous mm. and really weirdly, like, it just stopped the pacing altogether, in my opinion, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. And that's it for homework. So that means that's it for the show. We did it. We managed to hit the same time that we usually hit. It's that beautiful, timely fashion that we love so much, and uh, we got it done. So congrats to us Yay. <laughs> on our own back and uh guess what that means we're gonna see you next monday thanks for joining we again appreciate that currency which is your time it's your most valuable currency and anytime you spend it on us we couldn't be more humbled and more amazed and appreciative thank you and until next week goodbye thanks guys bye <laughs>